everyone. I'm Lindsay Lewis, editor of Building Enclosure. Thanks for listening along with us today. Right now, code experts are in the thick of developing the 2024 International Energy Conservation Code. The code that informs how new buildings are constructed. The Natural Resources Defense Council's Lauren Urbanek is here today to discuss how the code development looks a lot different this year than it has in the past. Lauren, thanks for sitting with us. For having me. Now, can you tell us a bit about the 2024 International Energy Conservation Code? Where is it at in its development? What goes into developing codes like this? Sure. Um, so, for those who may not know, the Energy Code is one of uh, really a suite of, of codes that apply to a building at the time of its construction. And the energy code is the law. It's adopted at the, the state or the local level, and it regulates the energy efficiency of new buildings or buildings undergoing um, really significant renovations. And we're currently in the process of developing the 2024 energy code, um, which will uh, be adopted and, and take place starting in 2024. But that process really looks a lot different in this year than it has in the past. And, you know, historically, the outcome of the code, what the, what the code actually looks like, was driven by procedures that involved voting um, by thousands of local government officials. Uh, maybe even some of your, your listeners are involved in adopting the, the code at the local level. They could vote, really, for, for the different proposals that would be adopted as part of code. But that process was changed for the 2024 cycle. And now it will be that, that final decisions about what, what's included in the code are the results of committee decisions. Um, one committee is focused on the, the commercial code and one is focused on the residential provisions of the code. And um, the history of this change, I mean, it, it, it goes into a, a pretty complex process, but really the, the hope um, is that the process will allow for, for more collaboration on some of the complex issues that go into the energy efficiency of a building. But really, there's there's quite a host of questions that remain about how this will end up, um, and, and specifically if codes will be put on a pathway toward the, the decarbonization of, of buildings overall. So um, NRDC and many others are, are part of that process. I'm actually on the residential committee itself. Um, and we, like you said, we're, we're very much in the thick of the process as we speak. So many of the current proposals, such as building electric readiness and solar energy, are they're still working their way through the committee process. But can you talk a bit about what you'd like to see in the new code? Yeah, for sure. Um, like you said, a lot of, we're really right, pretty much in the middle of the, the code development process. Um, and a lot of proposals have been heard by the, the committees, um, ranging from uh, various levels of, of insulation and some of the really nitty gritty details. Um, but lots of the proposals that we consider some of the highest priority pieces that would talk about um, residential electrification readiness, um, electric vehicle charging requirements, um, really other proposals that could put the code on a pathway toward lowering the carbon emissions of, of buildings. Um, those are still working their way through some of the, the subcommittees um, where some of the details are, are really hashed out before they're voted on by a full consensus committee. Um, but like you said, we, we really do see the code as a mechanism for driving some policy changes in, in buildings. Um, 
buildings are responsible for about 40% of all carbon emissions in the, the US. Uh, that's a really significant portion. And granted, most of those are from existing buildings, um, which are usually generally outside the scope of the energy code. Um, but when you're talking about how to fight the, the climate crisis, you have to start somewhere. Um, and starting with new buildings that are under construction, making sure that they're both as efficient as possible, um, but also that they are carbon friendly, um, meaning that they tend toward um, electrification, which is a way to, um, when coupled with, with clean sources of, of electricity, a way to really uh, most cost effectively reduce the carbon emissions of, of buildings. Those are the kinds of proposals that we're really pushing for in this code um, and, and certainly ones that we'd like to see passed. So those are coming down the pipe. Um, and, and we'll be excited to, to get them under development. So you spoke a little bit earlier about how this year is different compared to previous years. Can you talk a little bit more about what exactly has changed and how this really affects things? Sure. Um, so this decision to move to more of a committee-based process rather than the, the public voting process that's historically been in place that happened after the development of the 2021 um, energy code. And so it was, it was brought up um, as a decision that was made by the, the board of the International Code Council, which is the, the body, the, the organization that oversees uh, development of, of many codes, including the energy code. So, uh, you know, a number of proposals for the 2021 IECC um, got passed through this, this process of um, governmental voting, governmental member voting. Um, but then a number of them were appealed by the, the building community, by builders and others, as being out of scope of the energy code. Um, this included a couple of proposals related to building electrification readiness, um, related to electric vehicles, some of these key priority areas that we were discussing. Um, and so in response, to a fairly lengthy appeals process, the board um, updated the scope of, of the code going forward and also decided to, to change the process um, with the reasoning really being that a consensus committee process um, could promote really better coordination, um, perhaps negotiation on specific complex proposals going forward. Um, and I'll note that, that this was not something that, that NRDC actually was in favor of um, because we, all the that the the voting process really worked in favor of, of making the, the code better uh, and making it more efficient and and better serving um, the needs of, of these jurisdictions so uh, I, I will say that we've been publicly skeptical about how this process would work um, I think that it, it is certainly complex um, the way that that it is set up um, and and involves a lot of a lot of time of, a pretty big time commitment on behalf of, of those who are volunteering to, to participate and help to, to build the code. So we'll see where it comes out. Um, we're, we're very hopeful that we'll end up with a, a code that's better and more efficient and um, leans more towards decarbonized buildings. Um, but, you know, we're still working our way through this process for the first time and, and we'll, we'll see how we go um, as we advocate for, for additional uh, really innovative measures in the code. Uh, so when is the code expected to be finalized? So right now, um, we are in the, the process of 
um, really going, maybe doing a first pass through all of the proposals that were submitted. Um, and the next step after the, the committees do this, um, you know, this, this first, you know, vote over uh, this, this first set of proposals is that all of these will be combined into a public comment draft of the code. Um, and, and essentially then that is completely open for the public to, to weigh in. And um, that is expected to, to be released sometime over the summer. Um, and at that point, that's a really great opportunity for folks to get involved, um, just to one, take a look at everything that's been voted into the code, um, two, to see if there's anything that's, that's missing. Um, it's essentially another opportunity for really solid public input. Um, and, and that's the, the whole code document at that point will be open for revision. Um, and so this is going to be a really good opportunity once that's released to see how it all comes together, um, at least from an initial standpoint, to make sure that there's alignment, um, to opportunities for amendment, to try to get a sense then of where um, carbon reductions are being pushed or not. Um, and that's going to, going to really be a great opportunity for folks to comment either in support um, or in opposition to, to some of these, these pieces or to push to go further. Um, one of the big pieces, one of the big things that uh, the, that the International Code Council wants out of this process is really consensus on, on where this code is going forward. So um, the opportunity to make, make your voice heard still, even though it's uh, not through a public voting process, but to weigh in um, will, will really strengthen or weaken um, the, the consensus that's reached on, on any one of these issues. Well, I'm sure our listeners are going to want to know once that process does open up. So where can they go right now to get involved or learn more? Yeah, so the, the ICC website is a really great spot um, and it's iccsafe.org. Um, and, and on that website, you can sign up as an interested party with the, the International Code Council. Um, and that's where the, the information will be released about when the, the public comment process um, is underway. Um, folks can also, you know, if they're, if they're really interested in getting involved in subcommittee meetings, um, in the, the full committee meetings, they are open to the public. Um, they're, certainly, they're certainly in the weeds on, on a lot of these issues, um, but they are public meetings and, and particularly if there are topics in specifically that, that folks are interested in, um, they should sit in on a meeting and, and make their voice heard too. There is an opportunity to, uh, to participate there. Uh, and we always encourage more voices. Well, thank you again, Lauren, for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. If anyone listening has any questions, please feel free to reach out to myself or Lauren, and we'd love to continue the conversation. Until next time, visit us on the for all your technical and educational resources.